Welcome back to Primetime Kansas City. On today's episode, we're going to break down the Chiefs' heartbreaking loss to the Bengals. Uh, we'll go over that game. We'll preview uh, Week 14 action it is now. Kansas City heading to Denver. Got flexed out of Sunday night football. That's how bad the Broncos are. Uh, yeah, we'll go over the entire NFL slate, give you lock of the week, uh, underdog of the week, just break down every game. And if time permits, we might go over some World Cup, NBA, MLB, you get the gist. But before we do any of that, we have to relive our demons. Chiefs lose to the Bengals 27-24. For the third time this calendar year, the Chiefs lose to the Bengals by a field goal. Who wants to get us kicked off? I will. I would. Okay, go ahead, Josh. Well, because you guys obviously dive way more deep into the games than I do. I mean, fuck. The Steelers were our kryptonite when we had Alex Smith. The Bengals just might be our kryptonite when we have Patrick Mahomes. But I'll say this. I will take Mahomes over Joe Burrow 100 out of 100 times if I'm asked. I will take Travis Kelsey over anyone on the fucking Bengals offense. Kelsey lost the ball. Yes, that got them the drive to score. and That it that changes the game. I agree. But I'm telling you, they have our number. But when it matters most, I have the most trust in Mahomes. We're going to meet them again in the playoffs. I don't. I think our offense played like shit. Defense was good. If you can hold the Bengals to 27. What? what? Defense on the last drive. Defense on the last drive was shit. The last... Defense was ass the entire game. I disagree. Okay, we'll, we'll debate that. I was, I was talking about this, especially Trent McDuffie. I think the way he held Jamar Chase we'll to having it. a below-average game was actually pretty impressive. But I mean, anyway, yeah, I was just going to say, like, overall, our team did not come to play, in my opinion. I shouldn't say our defense was good, but they weren't as bad as people are saying. It's the fucking Bengals. We're not playing the Raiders. We're not playing the Broncos. We knew they were going to score points. We knew our defense wasn't going to be able to hold them up the whole game. I'm not disappointed with the performance that we gave on the de- defensive side. I'm disappointed in the performance we gave on our offensive side. You know, it was deja vu all over again. Um, my first takeaway, I'll just say, a lot of people want to blame the corners on the defense. Look, the Bengals receiving core is absolutely unbelievable. And the Chiefs secondary is all first-year players at the moment. Uh, they've done a pretty good job, all things considered. And yeah. you're just going to get tor- torched by uh, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd a few times. Um, the thing that disappointed me on the defense was, where was Chris Jones in that defensive line all day? It's It was a repeat from both the matchups last year. Everywhere I look, this Bengals offensive line is terrible. They, Joe Burrow gets sacked like five times a game by everybody. I don't know how many times we've sacked him in these three matchups, but it has to be well below average. Um, that was just something you have to expect to get when you play the Bengals. Chiefs didn't do it. Um, and it's just a repeat of the other games as well. And I always said after both of those games from last season that everything that could go wrong for the Chiefs had to go wrong for the Bengals to win. And I would say that that happened yet again. Um, look, the Chiefs the Chiefs fumbled. Travis Kelsey fumbled. That is a big rarity. You get about one of those every 18 months worth of football. Um <laughs> Okay, I do want I do want to talk about this real quick. Kelsey has a tendency, and I know he was holding on to the ball very tight this last the last time he fumbled. But I feel like whenever Kelsey gets the ball, he's kind of put that like aspect into my head where it's like, oh shit, don't fumble it again. Like I don't know why, but that just that scene like when he was about to get stripped, uh, fumbled. I kind of saw it coming. I just had a feeling with Kelsey. It was very weird. 
I don't know. I, I usually don't worry about it, but it happened. And then the missed field goal comes along with it as well. Um, oh, Look, my biggest complaint that I'll levy with this game is this, though. The, the Chiefs had fourth and five and elected to kick a 54-yard field goal with a kicker who has been wildly mid for the entirety of the season. Um, and, of course, he misses it. Um, and the Bengals turn around and keep the ball in their quarterback's hands. Third and ten with a minute fifty left in the game. The Chiefs have no timeouts from their own or from the from the forty-two yard line. And they elect to throw the ball down the field to the first down lines. It pays off for them and they win the game. Um had the Chiefs looked a little more in that direction with, you know, the greatest player in the NFL right now, I think we'd be talking about a different thing. I I just truly think there's far more benefit and far more security in going for it on fourth and five with Mahomes. I don't understand the decision from Andy Reid. I seriously question it. Um, at the, I would have even been fine had he called the timeout before doing it. Um, just it, it it baffles me the amount of times that they just are willing to take the ball out of Mahomes' hands when all the Bengals would have needed was a field goal, even if it did go in. So there's a lot of frustrating things with this one. Okay. Um, I'll start this off by saying the tackling was so fucking pathetic in this game. On multiple occasions. I that that is one thing I just couldn't get over. Especially that screen to Jamar Chase at the end. It's third and what five, four. You have four Chiefs coming at Jamar Chase with one Bengal blocker, and he somehow turns that into a first down. Just pathetic. It was absolutely terrible tackling from a team that while they aren't absolutely great tacklers, they're normally capable tacklers. I don't know what happened. Uh especially Nick Bolton. Nick Bolton had the worst game of his season. PFF gave him, like, a 50 grade. He had a horrible day. Um, and, Josh, your point is valid that, look, it's the Bengals. That's a tougher offense than that we're facing 99.9% of the time. But a lot of these things just felt like the Chiefs were playing soft. Like, and, and to John's point, where's the pressure? Like, it's almost like you edge rusher is by far the biggest need right now for the Chiefs, in my opinion. Because outside of Chris Jones, who's a defensive tackle... Who do you trust to get consistent pressure? Not Mike Dana, not Frank Clark, not George Karloftis. You can't count on anybody. And that's what separates Cincinnati and Kansas City right now is that Cincinnati can rush three and understand that Trey Hendrickson's going to get home. And Kansas City can't do that. Kansas City can't rush three because they can't generate pressure with three. So that's, that's the reason Cincinnati keeps beating us is they can drop eight into coverage, get rush three, and they're getting pressure with three. It can't be stated enough how poorly Orlando Brown and Andrew Wiley have played. They, they Three-man rush should never put a quarterback under pressure. It was like consistently under pressure. And last thing I'll say is on the 55-yard field goal attempt, I understand where you guys are coming from. I do think a part of that, if not a large part of that, came down to Mahomes limping off the field. I do think I, I agree. you might make a different decision if Patrick Mahomes is, if he's not limping after that play. But going forward on fourth and five with Mahomes, who looked gin, was moving gingerly, um, I think there was part of the decision came down to that, especially because we've seen over the years on fourth down, key third and fourth downs, Mahomes has used his legs uh, to pick it up and to extend the play. So I think partially that might have had something to do with the decision. I. I understand the criticism behind the decision, but it, again, I, given the circumstances, I didn't hate the decision. Uh, it's just unfortunate it didn't work out. Yeah, 
it's just they come out after the game and say that Mahomes would have been fine to go out on that down. Um, maybe that's just to rebuild confidence in Harrison Bucker, but still just hurts that it has to be with, with, without, you know, you have the opportunity to put it in Mahomes' hands. Yeah. I'd like to do everything to ensure it, especially in a reasonable go-for-it situation. It was nothing too crazy. Um, but, look, you win some, you lose some. I really just think when it comes down to the Bengals, man, they, um, they're they they're not the best matchup for the Chiefs, but they also, every game, the Chiefs have beat themselves in all three of these games. But let it be um, known, let it be known that the reason we got into fourth and five was because it was a third and three and the Bengals got a sack on a three-man rush. Like, I can't emphasize enough how that's the reason why Cincinnati is beating Kansas City going back to the AFC Championship game and counting this year's game. It's because of the three-man rush being able to generate pressure. It absolutely neutralizes what Kansas City does offensively, and it pushed that from a 55... It would have been a 53-yard field goal, pushed it to a 55-yard field goal, and also... You have to think there's a different decision made on fourth and three than fourth and five to go for it. Yeah. Yeah, probably. It's it's just it's it's one of those things, man. And and the Chiefs still have that opportunity to make that play. George Karloff, this is literally inside of Joe Burrow's personal space, and he can't get the sack. That was um, Dana. Or Dana, whoever yeah. it was. Somebody was right there. Yeah, it was what Dan. is going that, on, man? Was frustrating to watch. That was I crazy. definitely I mean, the good thing is we just had the hardest schedule up until this point of the NFL season. Now we have the easiest schedule from here on out. Yep. So that's good. But with all this being said, you, I was talking to someone last night, and when you think about it, what are the Chiefs' best wins this year? 49ers um, killed them. That's a pretty good win. Uh, I'd say – Chargers, maybe. At, at the Chargers, two maybe. wins against the Chargers. That's fine. Yeah, um, um, there's one. I'm not thinking. I guess tennis. I don't know. Malik Willis was terrible. Exactly. And but, then okay. I, I mean, Tampa. I, I know Tampa losses, doesn't look good, but Tampa. Our losses are this: are Bengals, Bills, and Colts. Colts, I get dude, like that. That was I don't a shoot game. This, I don't know. This is dumb. I'm like the Chiefs. I'm, are, I'm John. I'm not saying I agree with this take, but it's just. We haven't been able to beat playoff teams this year. All right, man. We we have we beaten two two. We're two and two against playoff teams, and we're four and two if you count the Chargers. Ooh. We're fine. Who's we're our second fine. one? I know the 49ers. Tennessee. Oh yeah, yeah. And the bank, the Buccaneers. Yeah, Tampa will make the playoffs, so that. That counts. Um, All I'm saying I'm is, not worried about that, team, honestly. I'm, I'm, not, not I'm not worried either. I just wanted to bring that up because I thought it wasn't a bad point, but I disagree because it's like whenever you have Patrick Mahomes on your side, like I think it, you just can't beat that. So with all that just being said, it's just I, it was definitely something to think about for sure. But yeah, I mean, look, it, it is how it is. What it is, um, and uh, the NFL is not who's on your schedule as much as how it's not who you play it's when you play them if we played cincinnati in week one through four we had to kick their ass they were terrible to start the year uh but they've throughout the year gotten right they've wrote the ship and they're back to being the Bengals. that's just the way it is um it's you know we caught like like i'm like we caught a break playing tennessee without Tannehill. like that's just the way the nfl works sometimes you're going to play a team when they're hot sometimes you're going to play a team when they're decimated by injuries 
it's what it is. It's just, it's not college football. You don't have to worry about how you beat, who you beat. It's just win. Get to the playoffs, and then just as long as you make the dance, you've got a chance. Yeah. All right, well, enough uh, living that nightmare over again. Let's go ahead and go into NFL Week 14. Uh, Josh, update the standings. I know I haven't won in over a month on either underdog or lock. Yeah, uh, I was the only one, once again, to win my lock of the week. Tough. I am now 9-4 and four in first place. Jackson and John are technically tied at 5-8. and eight. John's 4-7-2. Jackson's 5-8-0. and oh. And then... <laughs> And then we all lost our underdog of the week. And uh, John leads at five and eight. Jackson and I are both four and nine. I was five and three in lock of the week. I've lost five in a row. This has got to end. Um, okay. Thursday night football, uh, which is tonight of this recording. Raiders at Rams. Raiders are six and a half point road favorites. Oh, Lordy. Okay. Um, you know what? I am going to take... Rams underdog of the week. Give me the Baker Mayfield. He might not even play. Is he confirmed playing? No, they're gonna start John Woodruff, and if no or John whatever, whatever. Wolford's uh, questionable tonight. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna put him through. Schefter said they're gonna put him through pregame, and if he's not gonna go, then they'll do Baker. Baker Mayfield expected to be active versus Raiders. Yeah, active. I don't know if he'll be there. I don't know. I think it's just a good time. If John can't go, then it's gonna be Baker. Baker's not suited up to be their starting quarterback tonight. I'll we'll say see. that. We'll see. Ricon also, by the way, I, I hate that pick. <laughs> well, I don't uh, care. It's underdog of the week. It's underdog of the week. Um, home teams typically are doing are pretty good on Thursday nights. Uh, but I like the Raiders. Raiders, to me, have a real shot at getting that seven seed in the AFC. Um, they're finally getting things right. And this is a pretty juicy line for a road team on Thursday night football. But then again, it's the Rams. So they don't really have fans. So, yeah, I, I don't know what to make of any of this, but I like the Raiders. I think the Raiders are playing really, really good football right now. There's a lot of good lines this week I just looked at. Yeah, Raiders are playing good. Give me the Raiders. I like, believe it or not, I like Foster Moreau anytime touchdown score. Foster fucking Moreau. Okay. That's the only podcast you're going to get that on. Um, you will get because it it's getting released Friday. Moving on to the Sunday slate, we got the Jets at the Bills. The Bills are ten point home favorites. Ah, you know, <laughs> I think this will actually be an interesting game. Um, I think this will be closer than people think. The Jets have a solid little squad going. Um, having said that, I'll take the Bills to win. Yeah, I think this line's like stupid high. To be honest, I, I, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time a team beat someone and then the next time they were double-digit underdogs after beating them. Um, but I do like Buffalo to win. I mean, what? Last time the Jets played the Bills, Brees Hall was the running back and Zach Wilson was the quarterback, I believe. Brees Hall was not I know. the running back. Okay, I, that was the one I was questionable about. Okay, well then, yeah, I kind of agree with you. I just I don't get it. Like That game, Buffalo was 10.5-point favorites. What have they done to be 10-point favorites again? So they're saying pretty much that the Jets have earned three points of the books. No, they're saying they've earned half of uh, – yeah, I guess because you're saying it's a road. Yeah, sure, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is a weird line because the Jets are probably better at quarterback this time around than they were the first time. So 
I like Buffalo, but this line is way too high. If you're going to bet this, you either bet the Jets or you leave it alone. I don't even touch this on Buffalo. So. I agree. I agree with Jackson. I like the Bills, but I think the Jets cover if I were to pick. Browns at Bengals. Bengals are five and a half point favorites. Oh my goodness. Um, I'll take the Bengals. I'm glad you left this one for I'm, me because I'm doing. I don't want to say shit about this. Oh, don't, don't, don't say it. Don't. Doing Browns don't, underdog of the week. You fucker! I remember written in my fucking document for me. You are a bitch. That's that is exactly what you are. Joe Burrow's. I'm not. Four. Joe Burrow. I'm not good at it. Against the Browns in his career. And the Browns did and not play. And he's 3-0 against the Chiefs. Yeah. You're actually Jesus a bitch. Christ. Now look, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson looked terrible last week. Uh, the Browns did not score an offensive touchdown, but they won. Uh, and the Bengals, for some reason, just cannot beat the Browns. I like Cleveland in this game. Uh, Cincinnati just came off a huge win. This is a big letdown spot for them. Uh, this is, To me, I see an upset here. I think Cleveland beats the Browns. Or Cleveland beats the Bengals. Well, that sucks. Give me the Browns. I also think the Browns win. Next game. This has to be the line, biggest line I've seen all year. Texans at Cowboys. Cowboys are 18-point home favorites. <laughs> I'll take the Cowboys. Uh, this game's going to suck. Anybody daring to take minus 18? <laughs> I'm tempted um, to take plus 18. I will take the Cowboys to win. That's all I've got. Yeah, give me the boys. I think plus 18 hits, though. Yeah, I don't know. Back This is a this is a chance for a backdoor cover. I think the thing I'm scared about is, like, the Colts had that cover last week against Dallas, and then just, like, holy shit, Dallas went off. I could see a similar thing happening. Here's an interesting one. This might be the first time I've ever seen this. A 10-2 Vikings team is our underdogs. At a five and seven Detroit Lion team, the Lions are two point favorites in this game. Oh my God! Here comes the classic line, but I really thought about locking the Vikings, but I just—I'm <laughs> not messing with the Vegas voodoo. Vegas messes with my head in these situations. Vegas knows something. Um, like Vegas knows something about the Vikings. Dude, the Lions are probably gonna win. I mean, like Vegas is just like somehow knows. It doesn't make any sense. No, the Ve- um, no Vegas is not buying the Vikings at all. No, yeah, they were no, minus three last week. They were, they the were, if that game was a neutral site with the Jets, Vegas would have had them at a pick. Like that, they Which do I not think it's pretty, pretty crazy. They don't buy this team though. They're nine and zero in one possession games. Yeah, that's 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 the material for Vegas. That's why they don't you. buy them. That's why they don't believe in them. Yep. So who uh, you taking? But I'll take the Vikings. I was gonna say, who you taking? Um, I will take Detroit, and I think. This sounds freaking crazy. I think there is a shot Detroit could make the playoffs. I, uh, I, I, ten percent, ten to fifteen. It's it's not a good one. I'll say it's this: not good. if they, they could, win this week, though, it's kind of like okay. If they could have know, pulled like, out that game on Thanksgiving against Buffalo, I agree. I think they definitely would be in the playoffs. And but, they'd be, yeah, they would be six and six. Yeah, I I agree one thousand percent. After this, the they still the, the only tough game they have. No, if they win this week and then they beat the Jets to get to seven and seven, they have the Panthers, Bears, and Packers. Like they, it's a possibility if they can win these next two. Lions could close out the season what winning 
eight of their last nine? The, they they had, could. They, that would be the formula to get in. But first things first, got to win this week. I like them too. I like the Vikings. I mean, I don't... I'm not going to touch this line. I agree. I've learned I've learned my lesson now that Vegas yeah. knows. So Vegas, you can suck my cock cuz I'm not giving you any money. Okay, next game. This is a f- fishy line here. Jags at Titans. Titans are only 4-point home favorites. Ooh, Jags at Titans. I like the Titans in this one. Um they fired their GM this week, which yeah. I think is a little interesting, given that they've been relatively. Did that feel kind of John Dorsey esque to you guys? Yes. Uh, it, you know, he could, he would never get. He was never going to get them over the hump. Like I just don't know what. I guess it's the AJ Brown trade was the final nail in the yeah. coffin. But yeah, I think because Brown's been amazing this year. Yeah, but I mean, I think it goes past that. But I think they've also had some piss poor drafting. Uh, but yeah, it, it's just know. an odd time. Think... It's just a very odd time. Because what moves does a general manager make from this point of the season to the end of the season? There's no trades. There's very few free agents that are worth anything. It is just a weird time. So, John Jackson, John. who are you going with? Oh, I, I picked the was, Titans. Uh, yeah, yeah. Was, uh, yeah, I like Tennessee in this game, but uh, I expect some AFC South weird shit to go down in this one. So, Tennessee covered seven in a row. They oh. got to the top of the league, and <laughs> these last two weeks they've lost their – they haven't covered. I'm looking at the rest of these lines, and I'm like, damn, I kind of like some of these. But when I also look at it, I think I know what John's going to do just to piss us off. But it's like, I think Jackson likes what I like too. Hmm. And with Maybe. all that being said, if John does what I think he's going to do, then I'm fine. But if John doesn't, then I'm fucked. So I'm just going to pick the Titans. I'm just going to pick the Titans. Okay, okay. Next game. I talked myself out of it. Eagles at Giants. Eagles are seven-point favorites. I will take the Eagles, and the Giants are not winning ten football games because they tied. Christ. Thank you, John. Giants plus seven, lock of the week. The hell is wrong with you? The Giants are buns. It's the play. Philly has looked like killers recently. I'm telling you, it's the time. The Giants are gonna not only cover this game, they're gonna fucking win this game. What if they what? Giants are gonna win this fucking game. Just I'm telling you right now, the Giants are going to win this fucking game. I don't. This I is don't Jalen Hurts' MVP game, actually, in my opinion. Give me the Eagles. I think Jalen Hurts has five total touchdowns in this next game. I can't believe the Chiefs lose one game and all of a sudden it's all back to Jalen Hurts and Tua Tagovailoa. God almighty. I'm just going with what the books say. I'm not. Yeah, but Giants plus seven is my luck. Next game. Ravens at Steelers. No Lamar. The Steelers are two-point favorites. I will take these Steelers. And is it an official no Lamar? It is an an official no Lamar. It is or isn't? It is like 95% no Lamar. It might be time for the Vince McMahon clip. Uh, if you know what I'm talking about for my fantasy team. Um, <laughs> I will take the Steelers. Up. Yeah, I like Pittsburgh as well. This is if it's not Lamar. Is it Tyler Huntley? Yeah. Yeah. I don't mean now he has – okay, he, he what? One like 
three games last year with them, but he lost all the other games by one possession. Like he's not a bad quarterback. Did People he thought he could have got a start with them. He might have. I don't know. I like forget. They but they were tanked. all close. Yeah, they, they were, were close. They were close, but he like tanked last year. In those and they've got Kyle Hamilton, and now what? I think he's been dog shit this year. Kyle Hamilton's a safety. I know. I was just saying, Why'd like, you bring him up. Because I was just talking about how you said they tanked, and then I'm like, well, yeah, they tanked, and then they drafted really high, and then like their draft oh. picks sucked. Like they had a chance to really put themselves in a good position this year. And okay, Tyler time. Huntley was only one in three last year, so someone must have started some games other than him. Um, but yeah, I like Pittsburgh. I like the Ravens actually. Tyler Huntley for the win. On to the afternoon slate. The Buccaneers at the 49ers. The 49ers are three and a half point favorites. I like the Niners. I just think the Niners are good. Um, and the Buccaneers have struggled a bit, but it is horseshoe butthole. And the books don't really think the Niners are that much better than the Bucks. That should tell you who the two favorites in the NFC are. Um, so, yeah. It pissed me off so much that Garoppolo got hurt because the door for Brady to just walk into the Super Bowl at 8-9 and nine is just fucking gaping wide now. Uh, the only team I can see yeah, but... stopping him now is Philly. Because you put him in a do-or-die game against Kirk Cousins, I have my money on Tom. You put him in a do-or-die game against Geno Smith, I'm putting my money on Tom. Daniel Jones, I'm putting my money on Tom. Taylor Heineke, like, it's bullshit. Like, San Francisco was the powerhouse of the NFC, and now they're fucked. Um... Okay, is Brock Purdy that much worse than Jimmy Garoppolo, though? Clearly the books seem to think so, because this line would not be this close with Jimmy Garoppolo. Three and a half, this game should be more like six for the Niners being at home. Um, yeah, but maybe give him some time. He can Look, here's there. what I expect this game to happen. I expect this game to be 17 to 13 for like two and a half quarters straight, and then with 30 seconds left, I expect the 49ers defense, who's been great all day, to just go back into prevent and allow a Brady touchdown at the end. So give me Tampa. Give me the NFL rigged Buccaneers underdog of the week. It's bullshit. Like the, the Rams game and the fucking Saints game. Same shit. The defenses play well all game. And then in the last minute, they're like, oh, we're going to play 20 yards back and let you get out of bounds. What the fuck is wrong with the league, bro? John. It's your best point you've ever had on this show. Prevent defense is actually stupid as hell. It is. It yeah. makes zero sense. It actually, unless there is like two seconds left in a game, you should not be playing it. it and it, half the Big 12 plays it for four quarters. boggling Well, the Big 12 is different. But I'm saying at an NFL level, man, how are you that afraid to get beat over the top, but you're not afraid to get beat over the top throughout the rest of the game? It makes no sense. Uh... Next game, we get the Panthers at Seahawks. Seahawks are only three and a half point home favorites. Uh, yeah, I like the Seahawks um, to win this game and just in general. Um, I'd like to see them make a playoff run. I don't think it's quite going to happen, but you know, maybe they maybe they win a game or two. We'll see. I think this line's a little uh, weird. I, I feel like Seattle at home versus Carolina should be a little bit more of a favorite. I'm going to take them, yeah. and I like them to cover. Uh, Sam Darnold versus the 12th man. Good luck. Seahawks minus three and a half under our lock of the week. Yeah. I fucked myself. I I should have just taken Titans. This isn't a bad I, pick. It's not it's really not. I already, funny thing is I already have John's lock of the week written. 
Yeah, we know what it is, and we know it's going to lead to some very unfortunate circumstances. I'm say um, right now, John has the Chiefs minus nine and a half. Every single time he picks it, we lose. So there you go, fucking Chiefs fans. Chiefs at Broncos. Chiefs are nine and a half point favorites. So you already know what's going to happen, baby. I am going to take the Chiefs, but I'm taking Broncos lock of the week. Let's go. Plus nine and a half. Let's go. Um, quite frankly, I wanted to do a test here and see the effects that I have because no. honestly, last year, honestly, John, wait to do the test next week versus the Texans. It's the thing we all forget is last year I picked no, against I the Chiefs. Lose to the Texans. <laughs> Because last year I picked against the Chiefs like four or five times lock of the week, and that's the reason I won, because the Chiefs lost every time. Yeah. So you guys say it's because I picked the Chiefs to win, but just as likely when I pick them to lose, we lose as well. So get ready for the loss. No. Um, but no, I honestly think this is, a, this is a trap game. This is definitely a trap game. Um, look, uh, the, the Broncos are not a terrible team. They just have a terrible quarterback. Um, and a terrible coach. Sometimes terrible, terrible quarterbacks usually do good when he can sit in the pocket all, all day. day. Yeah. And my understanding is that the Broncos' offensive line is better than the Bengals' offensive line. So not to transitive property myself into a hole here, but watch out for Russell Wilson having his best game all year because it's oh. not that hard. I can already the, envision Denver putting up. Stuck. I can already envision Denver putting up their best offensive game of the year this week. I I just see it. Yep. I, they're going to score like 28 points somehow. I uh, still think Mahomes pulls us through, though. Oh, yeah. We're not we're not losing to Denver. <laughs> if, if we won. beat Denver, then I win 50 bucks. Yeah, I mean, we're not losing to Denver. And Cortland Sutton's out. I mean, if we if we struggle defensively, honestly, we just have to, like, look Spags in the face and, like, seriously consider if he's Bob Sutton 2.0. Because if we can't stop this shit, then I don't know what to do. Uh, yeah, give me Kansas City, but John's on the complete right side of this. Nine and a half is a ginormous number. Um, way too many points for the road team. Give me the Chiefs. Alrighty, and that brings us to Sunday Night Football. The Dolphins at the Chargers. The char- excuse me, the Dolphins are three and a half point favorites. Uh, I'll take the Chargers in this one. Um. I, you know, I don't think the Chargers are going to completely go away. I think this is the year that Herbert gets him into the playoffs. Um, look, I don't want to have to deal with them in the division, but part of me wants to see him make it in the playoffs. I feel like they could be interesting. Um, I don't really think I'd want to face them, but I'd like to see him play one of the teams I don't want to play. Yeah. Uh, hint, hint, the Bengals. Um, so, yeah. But that's probably not going to happen. Chiefs win, Chargers lose, Chiefs clinch the AFC West. Yep. yep. I I do like the Dolphins, but Justin Herbert's Justin Herbert, but I don't I don't see Mike McDaniels losing another week. Give me the Dolphins. Yeah, this uh, weird. And I I think I like Chargers plus three and a half. I don't know how I got leapfrogged, but whatever. Um, I would. Yeah, no, I'm just joking. Uh, Jalen Waddle and Tua are both questionable. That's something to keep an eye on. Um, I assume Tua will play. Jalen's kind of a. I don't know the severity of that. He did have to leave last week's game. But the Chargers' offensive line is just decimated. So I, I like Miami to win, but for some reason, man, the Chargers, when they're underdogs, seem to always cover, and when they're favorites, never cover. So if I were to bet this, I would say take the three and a half. That's a really, I think that's a lot of points at home for a Chargers team. To your point, John, uh, about the Chargers making the playoffs, it really comes down to these next two weeks. They've got Miami and then the Titans. If they're able to even win one of those, they finish with the Colts, Rams, and Broncos. So they probably will. 
if they drop both, it's going to be dicey. They would have to get in at 9-8. and eight, And I don't know in the AFC if you get in at that. So, a lot, lot at stake here for the Chargers. Um, next yep. game, and the last game of the week, Patriots at Cardinals. Patriots are one-and-a-half-point road favorites. Uh, I'll take the Patriots. The Cardinals blow. I actually like Arizona in this one. Um, they play better at home. They, they, they honestly look like a different team at home most of the time. Uh, so give me them. Jackson, and... they're, they're, they're one and six at home. Really? Yeah. I might have it reversed them. It might be the road that I meant. They're three and two on the road. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, well, shit. I'm still taking Arizona. I don't know. Just have a feeling. Uh, although Belichick does seem to have young quarterbacks. Is Kyler still considered a young quarterback? I don't know. He, he seems to have young quarterbacks uh, number. But I don't know. This New England team, I just don't see any flashy or any firepower offensively. And I do see some for the Cardinals. DeAndre Hopkins makes them a different offense. With all that being said, I agree. I think the Cardinals get it done too. I I don't know what it is. I think they finally get it done. They're not going to get anywhere this year, but no. I think they get it done. Would you fire okay. Kingsbury? Yes. Yes. I would too. I, th- I think they're a year I don't too think late. he should have had the job in the first place. Like, let's be honest. I agree. He he was supposed to be an offensive coordinator at For college. USC, right? Yeah. Yeah. He got fired at Texas Tech. And yeah. uh, you have to be pretty shitty to get fired at Texas Tech, uh, especially when exactly. you have Patrick they, Mahomes. They just at every team like 45 points. Yeah. Uh, I'll say this, if he does get fired, I feel like you, well, okay. If Brandon Staley doesn't get fired and Cliff Kingsbury does, I'll almost guarantee you Sean Payton's their head coach next year. Yeah, Payton will be back, I agree. It'll either be the Chargers or the Cardinals, in my opinion. That's where he'll be. He's not the Chargers. I can't, or Denver. I mean, I don't know if he would take that job, but that's a job. If he meets up with Rodgers in Denver. Uh, that's a I love manifesting Rodgers to Denver. It makes it's not going to happen. That Denver can't financially make it happen. So that's over. I saw one yeah, today about – I did see one today about Rodgers to the Titans, and I thought that was – but would Rodgers really want to go somewhere where they don't have any receivers either? Like, I don't think that that would work very well either. So All I know is it's Russell Wilson time. It's Russell Wilson time. <laughs> Uh, nine fucking points, bro. It's just so funny how bad Denver's been. Like, I don't think any, I don't even think their biggest critics would have predicted how bad it's been. But it's that's, NFL. Right. that's why it's fun. Um, okay, well, that's NFL week 14. Uh, let's go ahead and get into race for the 10th seed, Josh. Here we fucking go, bitches. My, my throat's a little fucked up. Last week I got a few too many USA chants going, but I'll try. Coming in at number 13, this man was on fire. He almost averaged 50 points fucking a game. I don't know how. But then he got fucking the flu. Some might say he's a pussy. It's just Anthony Edwards. Anthony Ed, not Anthony Edwards. Excuse me. I'm too excited. Anthony Davis and the LaBitches Lakers. All right. Number 12. It is this team just fucking stinks. It's okay, Sea Thunder. I didn't have anything for them. Number 11. I like Popeyes. No, that's not racist. It's Anthony Edwards and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Number 10. I don't know how the fuck they're down here. They were about to go in the UFC fight in Utah. It is the Golden State Warriors. 
Number nine, John, I'm just going to step right over them. It's the Los Angeles Clippers. Number eight, Dame is a bitch. B-I-T-C-H. Bitch, 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 bitch. It's the Portland Trailblazers. Number seven, you got to feel bad for the man. It's Luka Doncic. But no one gives a fuck because he's from Serbia. Dallas Mavericks at number seven. Number six, they're team. Serbia. Slovenia, same thing. Anyway, number six. I don't fucking know. They got Lori Markin and he's from somewhere. Slovenia. Slovenia. <laughs> no. It's the Utah Jazz. No. They have dipped like there's no tomorrow. And at number five, <laughs> just because I want to say it because they're not even in the playing tournament. Say it with me. Ah, it's the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> How that cuts out every single time. It's funny as hell. I know the exact clip you're talking about too. Uh, good stuff. Yeah, I mean, this has to be the first time the Kings have not been in the 13 through 6 range that we've done this. This is the latest they haven't. I mean, they ha- they haven't. They weren't in it last year, like or the last week. Like they keep They're crazy. Them. Yeah, light the beam. They're f- what are they? 13 beam and 10. Team. 13 and 10. I'm John, telling you guys, we're going, we're going at it tonight, John. Clippers Heat. Well. Dude, you're you're lucky you got the back to back. So the heater this might like ass. This so. might be the year, guys. This might be the last year for race for the ten seed. Even though the Kings might not even get in the playing tournament, they just might make the playoffs. Uh, no, be careful. Let's relax. Be careful. Be careful. Let's be careful. Okay, let's transition. You guys are from two that. losses away from being the eleven seed again. Like, <laughs> shut up, John. Let me enjoy this. <laughs> let's move on because we've got a game to talk about with our remaining time. Mizzou and Kansas. It's going down on Saturday. Number, what the hell is KU even? Like eight? Eight, six? Uh, Number six, KU versus unranked, but nine and oh versus Mickey Mouse teams, Mizzou. How do we feel, boys? How do we feel about this one? We're going to get our shit ran. I think it's pretty (laughs) like we got a 43% BPI chance to win, motherfucker. (laughs) That makes no sense. It's going to be a sold out out crowd, too. Like, I think John, John, did you get a ticket? I did get a ticket. I will be in attendance. Mm. Um, I think it will be very Mizzou-like. Like, I think Mizzou will make it, like, interesting enough where, like, for a second, you maybe let yourself think about it. But, but An interesting note. It, very, very interesting note. This is KU's first away game. All, well, oh, in front of a sold-out crowd. True yeah, in front game. of a sold-out crowd. True away game. I'm nervous, man, because... We have been so dog shit at defending the three. Like, every team we've played has killed us from behind the arc. And I'm just nervous KU's about to light us up from downtown. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I need I need this defense to actually show up. Because we're averaging 93 points a game. That's really fucking good. But we're giving up, like, 13 three-pointers a game. Which is absurd, considering who we're playing. Maybe these shitty schools just recruit shooters. They don't have any bigs. I don't know what it is. But... We have been getting torched from three. I think um, that KU is going to definitely hold us to our lowest point total all year. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Oh, yeah. I mean, what is the lowest that we've been at? It's like, have we finished under 70 once? Like, we've been, because of the... We've we've never finished. We haven't finished below 80. Our worst game is 82. Um, Yeah, this we're definitely going to get humbled a little bit there, but... I look. I would love to win this game. It would be one of the greatest days of my life. But if we can just keep this competitive throughout, I feel like I go a long, long way for this program. If we can win, then fucking 
Columbia is gonna burn down. It's gonna be. And if we win, I'm I'm lighting like bombs. Okay. All right. That's a joke. That's a joke. Take that out. That's a joke. That's a joke. It's a joke in Minecraft. He's talking about in Minecraft. What the fuck, Alvy? He said he would light a bomb in Minecraft. All right. Like you, you even stopped. You even stopped and was like, "Should I say this?" And then you said it. Yeah, like that wasn't one of your random blurts. That was like you had time to compute that and you decided to say it anyway. Uh, Josh, but... you gotta edit that. No, no, we're no. even. No, it was a joke. It was a joke. No, no, we're done. We're done. All right, here are our next four games: Kansas, UCF, Illinois, and Kentucky. What's the record in those three? Three of those games. Don't are we play ranked Arkansas teams. too? Uh, that is the fifth game. That is the one. Yeah. So yeah, next five. We're fucked. Four of our next five are against ranked teams. I'll say this: We'll win one of now. No, I don't have Trevon Brazil. That doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> we'll does. win one of the. We'll win one of the four games against the ranked opponent. I guarantee that. Which one? I'm, I'd say Kentucky. I don't maybe. know. Kentucky or Illinois? I don't know. No, Illinois just beat Texas. No, Kentucky and Hawk Illinois. Kentucky and Illinois are too big, bro. We don't. That's our biggest flaw. Is we are small. We don't have like who's our biggest player? Kobe. Like we don't have a big enough. I'm a seven foot fucker, but yeah, but they're not using play like. Look, everyone that's trying to say, like, in, in, us included, like, if you're trying to say the 9-0 and record is not legitimate, that it's not impressive, here's your chance, Missouri. Four of your next five games are versus top 20 teams. Four of your next five games are against top 17 teams. I don't think anybody has that tough of a schedule in the country. Uh, so, that I mean, that there's your shot. If you want to go prove it, uh, if you could win two of those, one of those, just something, keep them competitive, that would be... It would be really impressive on a resume, and uh, for what seems to be a bubble team in Mizzou this year, uh, keeping these games close will matter. Yeah. And also, UCF is a must-win. Like you need to beat UCF. Agreed. It's gonna be tough. They're not. They're no slouches, but that's a win that you need in that stretch. Because if you don't, you're not. If you don't win UCF, you're looking at nine and five going against Vanderbilt, which you should win, but. I mean, it's still, it, you need to get some wins in there because SEC play is going to be brutal. The SEC's damn good this year, man. You've got Arkansas, Alabama, Kentucky, uh, Mississippi State's, State's good, Auburn's good, LSU's quality, Ole Let's Miss see. is actually looking decent. I mean, it's going to be tough. So, you, yeah, these non-con. Everyone's dogged on Mizzou. For and you got to play Iowa State. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it never ends. But everyone's dogged on Mizzou for scheduling an easy schedule to start the year. Uh, when your schedule looks like what it does post January 1st, that's kind of what you do. Is You kind of have to give yourself some layups. Because if not, you'd win like seven games. So, yep. um, yeah, I'm excited though. I mean, last year I was not excited for Missouri versus Kansas at all. I was dreading watching that, and it, it went about just as what I thought it would. This year, I'm excited to just see what this team's got. Yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, I think it's going to be a really tricky game, but I cannot wait. I think it'll be fun. And I've never been to a Mizzou KU um, game, period. So yeah. that'll be cool. All right, and then we do have some time, so let's talk about this. Our bowl game, Missouri versus Wake Forest. Uh, man, I mean, who the hell is even going to play in this game? First of all, I have no idea who we even have. Um, but Wake Forest is one point favorites. Do you guys care at all about this game? What's your thoughts on it? The Gasparilla Bowl. You know, I'd like to win it just so yes. that we can say 
We've won, we've a, won bowl. a bowl game. Yes. When was the last time we won a bowl game? Minnesota, 2014. Good God in heaven. See, yeah, we need to win a bowl game. Yeah, oh. we do. It was Matty Mock. Of course it's good. It was well, no, good. Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman's transferring, so actually we could win. Oh, their quarterback. Yeah, he is. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. But we're not going to have Dominique Lovett. Uh, we're not going to have Isaiah McGuire. We're not going to have, like, basically anybody good except – we trust. This is his breakout game. We're going to have, have, have Luther Burden, Makai Miller, Brady Cook. Uh, we'll, we'll have Cody Schrader in the running backs. But, yeah, like, it's going to be weird. We'll have to see about Wake Forest, though. I bet you they got some similar situations. Maybe, um, yeah. They're they're a solid squad. They're seven and five. Um, they see. I think I know they have one. In, yeah, they beat uh, Florida State at Florida State, and they took Clemson to double overtime. So that definitely got some quality uh, games in there. This will be an interesting test for Mizzou. But yeah, it's the first time they've ever played. Yeah, yeah it's. I saw that Dave Matter tweeted that out, and I think he said there's like only five other programs that they haven't played yet. I'll so, tell you, I'll take an early bowl. I won't complain about that. Don't have to wait a long time, you know? Yeah. No, the t- I appreciate this the thing. exact same day we played last year. The 23rd? Or it, I know we, yes, played yes. Before, we played before Christmas yes. last year. Um, it's the 23rd. Yeah. So Maybe the 22nd. All of this, we'll probably Mizzou it. Like, Look, it, it, it is actually, in my eyes, an important game because it could be the first. We haven't had a winning record since 18. So... I mean, it would be the chance to have a winning record for the first time in like four or five years. Uh, so there is something to play for here. And uh, for Drinkwitz, it would be the first winning record he's put up. And look, for how many heartbreaking, terrible losses this season brought, if you left it 7-6 and six, knowing that you almost beat Georgia, you should have beat Auburn, you had a Kentucky game chance... Like you could leave this year with a lot of good feelings if you leave seven and six and all of those games to look back on and realize how close you were to being an eight nine win team. Yep, yep, absolutely. Oh and, my god! And just I don't think we've gotten to say this on the podcast yet. Thank you so much, Luther Burden, for not transferring. Thank freaking God. Yeah, I was I was telling everybody Luther Burden's gone. So yeah, I don't know why you stayed. But I'm very appreciative that you did. And also, We're suck getting it, him a back. Fucking suck it, Arkansas. For all you pieces of shit that we're talking all that shit because you beat us one time in football. Suck on my fucking nuts. You suck. It's never going to change. Mizzou owns your ass in football. Basketball, you will run our ass. But football, that's ours. With that being said, Arkansas, please beat Kansas in this ballgame. Uh, all right, should we go D4 of the week? Wrap it up. Sure. D4. D4. D4 of the week. Who's getting us started this week? I will go. Um, my my D4 of the week is fucking Dominic Lovett. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> oh, man. Um, and you can say, like, they're just kids. Like, you can't – you shouldn't be shitting on no. kids. But we're just kids, so – it's, it's kind of even. If we were like 40-year-olds, maybe not. But we're college students too. So it's kind of like, you know. For Africa. All right, John. D4 of the week. Oh, is... actually, no. D4 of the week is fucking World Cup. The stoppage time, or not stoppage time. Yeah, no. I, yeah, stoppage time is bullshit. Okay, but here's the deal. It discourages time-wasting. So I kind of like it. I then it's like, Then it's like if you roll around and 
piss about piss about the whole time, then you got to make it up at the end. I kind of like it. Um, and eventually, it will get rid of. Like, I've just got to say, and- I I watch a lot less soccer than you two. Is it like that, like that World Cup, the Netherlands United States game? Is that how soccer normally is? Is that how like? England's just terrible that game. You get like, a shit ton of chances and you never score. Is oh, that how it always that is? That happens all yeah. the freaking time. That is so yeah. fucking frustrating. That yeah, was well, like, honestly that like that's what you saw in that USA game is probably on average what you see in a regular Premier League. Oh game. my god, that a was lot of brutal. Times, no, that's the thing. You the, there's plenty of you can have. Neither team creates many chances. Neither team finishes many chances. Both teams create a bunch, and neither team finish any combination. Um, so yeah, you just had a case where one team barely had any, but they scored all of theirs. Yeah, the it was so bullshit. Like the United States felt like they controlled the game. They had possession. They had more opportunities, and they just never they lost. Con- they never converted in that's, every single that- opportunity that the Netherlands had. They converted. It was just like that's the glory of it. It was so frustrating to watch. I was like, oh my god, I was cold as oh, fuck yeah. at power and light. Like what the fuck. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a fun time to go out there though. And hopefully they're better in 2026. Um, Actually, I swear if you're not a Tottenham fan for when they win the world cup or the champions league this year, you're in the, my D four of the week is a familiar one. The Kansas city Royals. You've got all of these teams out there getting better, giving out bags. Look at the Padres, man. The Padres would never used to spend money. Now they're just throwing money around like it doesn't fucking exist. Um, and then you've got the Royals, who I'm not asking you to go spend that sort of money. I'm not asking you to give out 10-year contracts. But can we sign somebody? Like, can we sign, like, a reliever, a starter, anybody? Your number two and number three highest-paid players right now are Brad Keller and Hunter Dozier. That, that's pathetic. That is a pathetic... That, that just is terrible. Like, get it together, JJ. Get it together, John Sherman. I know it's a new regime. You gotta sign somebody. You gotta make some sort of move. It's just, it doesn't have to be a big time splash. Just bring in anybody. But all they've done is bring back Ryan O'Hearn and Adalberto Mondesi. That's been the offseason so far. And like, it's not like sucking ass has been remotely beneficial for us because, huh, if no. you didn't see, we got the eighth overall pick. Yeah. We, were, and we were in Minnesota, <laughs> son of a bitch, and Minnesota, who had a far better team and a far better season than us, leapfrogs us, and they get the fifth pick. They, they win 78 games, we win 65, and they get to pick higher than us. And look, I understand the point of the lottery is we're going to make sure teams don't tank, but we were one of the few teams that weren't tanking. We weren't trying to lose. The Pirates were, the Reds were, the Orioles even were, even though they got better. Um, we were one of the few bad teams that were trying to win, and we get punished for it. That just was a kick in the nuts. It, it just showed me how it felt to be a Knicks fan. Yep, yep. Um, But we'll go ahead and wrap it up there. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we will see you all next week.